0: Uh, Hi everyone, I'm Colin Sullivan. I'm the CEO of Mint Green. Uh, Mint Green is a clean tech Bitcoin mining company with a focus on heat recovery systems. Uh, In the real world, Bitcoin miners really just make a tremendous amount of heat. In in cyberspace, they make Bitcoin. You can recover that, you can monetize that, you can use that heat twice, and in sort of Canada alone, the scope of energy being used uh, for say, district energy, which is centralized heating, is actually an order of magnitude larger than the entire Bitcoin network. So we think, uh, as Bitcoin mining is the user of last resort of energy, that Bitcoin mining uh, could be a supplier of heat to major cities across the world, including non-typical mining markets such as Europe, uh, if you subsidize the prices of the energy with uh, heating.
1: Sure, I'll introduce myself. Uh, Ken Draper, I'm with Iris Energy. Um, we're an institutional Bitcoin miner and proud to say that the bulk of our operations are right here in BC, uh, which is not not uh, necessarily well known, I think, in the community here, but um, we have 160 megawatts uh, of operational projects in BC, uh, which is is a pretty significant amount uh, we would be one of BC Hydro's largest uh, individual customers here. Um, for us, it's a, a great jurisdiction to be in particular because the energy here is predominantly renewable, uh, powered mostly by hydro with a little bit of wind mixed in. Um, and in terms of what we're doing, that, that is an incredibly important feature for us um, there's there's no particular benefit, as most people would be aware, of producing Bitcoin renew- using renewable energy today. Um, but we do think it is incredibly important that we are good stewards in this industry. Uh, and one of the things that many people would be aware of is, is the FUD around Bitcoin mining. And one of the key targets of that is energy usage uh, and the environmental... Uh, or what many people perceive as a lack of environmental uh, regard that Bitcoin miners have uh, when in reality it's, it's quite the opposite. Bitcoin mining is one of the cleanest industries globally uh, and that is one of the key reasons why we located here in BC. So very, very proud to be here uh, and look forward to having a discussion with you all today. Yeah, that was a
0: that was a good point you brought up about you know essentially the the FUD around the environmental aspects of Bitcoin, and I thought it's 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 only sort of the the shallowest arguments that either using green energy or recovering heat or you know there's there's people who are taking sort of uh, waste gases from um, landfills etc. But as Seb as Seb Bunny was mentioning, it's 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 like the systemic efficiencies the the N- stopping the treadmill of inflation that comes around with Bitcoin uh, that really after, after like sort of a, a deeper view it's hard to argue that th- that it is bad for the environment in any way um, however you know it's good to see that Iris and, and guys like us are sort of doing something uh, a little bit better than maybe the rest
1: yeah that that's right and, and it is you know, largely shallow arguments uh, where people are attacking this industry. You you often see the usage of the Bitcoin industry compared to small countries. Uh, I think that's a a very misleading way to look at things. There are some other things that have come out uh, by Bitcoiners showing that the energy usage of the Bitcoin industry is commensurate with Christmas lights, for example. And when you look at something like that Uh, and and realise many of the other uses of electricity in the world, I think it stands in pretty stark contrast when you've got something that is actually releasing a lot of people from financial repression and creating financial freedom. Uh, And, you know, Bitcoin is a big believers in the market. And uh, as with all things, if there wasn't a market to support this, then Bitcoin wouldn't be able to use the, the amount of energy that it does. So there is value there. I, I don't need to speak to the people in this room about that. You know, this is, this is preaching to the choir. Um, but uh, I still think, um, despite the shallow arguments, it is important that we put our best foot forward as an industry. Um, so we think it's important what we're doing. It, it, it's also important to have other ancillary uses like what Mint Green's doing. Um, and we do as an industry need to continue to uh, improve um, in this regard and, and make sure that you know, we can come up with with suitable counter arguments and points because it, you know, it is something that is probably one of the most common attack vectors on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I definitely agree with that. How many here uh, have tried mining or currently mine? That's pretty good, that's pretty good. Um Are there any, I mean, like we could continue to go on. I mean, are there any questions people have about mining or how mining functions uh, in general with the protocol? Yeah, I wonder what the think of the advantage of VC. Like, are you doing it here because you
1: are from here? Or, you know, like, I want to invest. Should I invest, like, with your agency or somewhere else? Yeah, so as as you may have noticed from the accent, I'm not from VC. Uh, So we're an Australian headquartered company, Uh, we're listed on NASDAQ, so listed in North America and all of our operations are in North America. So the majority of our operations today are in British Columbia. Um, We also have a project that we recently opened in Texas um, that ultimately will be built out to 600 megawatts, um, so a very large project. Um, What what attracted us to BC, um, firstly, renewable energy, as I mentioned. Um, It's got a cold climate, which is important for us. Um, We have our own proprietary data centre design. It's 100% air-cooled, and that works better in cooler climates, so that is helpful here. Um, It's a very stable political and regulatory regime, um, it's also a regulated power market which interestingly actually turns some people away from, from this market. We like it because if you understand the regulatory environment, you'll understand that actually it will keep very stable power prices over time. Um, so th- those, are, those are some of the features that attracted us here. Um, Our project that I mentioned in Texas is is quite different. It's a deregulated market. So rather than just getting a flat tariff, there's actually a wholesale power market. And at any point in time, you can choose whether you're mining Bitcoin or selling power that you purchase back into the grid. Um, So it's almost at the opposite end of the the spectrum um, from the regulated power market here. Um, but again, if you understand power markets, you know, we think that's very attractive as well and we want to make sure that we're diversified across different power markets, different types of generation, different regulatory structures. Um, so, yeah, it's not, you know, they're all very different, each market, but, um, you know, if, if you understand it, you can find different advantages in each.
0: Uh, I would add, for, from a Mink Green perspective, like, yes, we're all from here, but the fact is, uh, of the top 50 con- uh, cities in the world for district energy, uh, Vancouver is among the, uh, I think Vancouver and BC was placed number one by their industry for growth. So that's an excellent spot for us to call a home base as well. Um, irrespective of the the power prices out of the wall getting sort of better over time, because it is a Crown Corps, someone protected from uh energy inflation going on elsewhere, comparatively it has got better. Uh but that's sort of less important to our business model. Julian. Why do you think that hash rate continues to make a new all time high like every two weeks while mining profitability is heading every week for all time lows? Bullishness, for one. Um you know, there's there's a big lag between peak price and getting infrastructure installed. That always occurs. It seems like perhaps with some of the supply chain issues with COVID, that might have been extended. Typically, I've seen this to be nine months to a year. It might be longer. Um, but there's also the possibility of you know product that you don't know out there. I mean, Bitmain could have developed a, an additional product that's highly efficient. They've rolled some of this out, and often we're not sort of privy to the first batches of those. So. Uh, but it's very typical for the sort of recovery year if you believe in the uh, four-year stock-to-flow cycle that you know you know maybe got shook up a little bit um, but the recovery year isn't always great for mining it's, it's more the next year and the year following.
1: Yeah I'd, I'd agree with that there's a definite lag um, in terms of when people are raising capital which is typically at, at the peak of the market um, this, this is a very capital intensive industry if you're mining at large scale uh, and when people are raising money to the time that they can deploy data center infrastructure and miners can you know, typically be 12 to 24 months. So you see that lag. The, the one other point I would add is a lot of the um, companies that produce Bitcoin mining hardware uh, you may remember, it's n- not talked about so much now, but 12 months ago, there was a chip shortage. Everybody was talking about it. Um, the Bitcoin miners had locked in supply with the number of the foundries. And if they don't use that supply, they will drop off the preferred customer list and won't be able to get the same amount of supply going forward. Um, so that that's one of the other things that's driving this is the, the uh, yeah, Bitmains, micro BTs of the world, they're gonna be producing this hardware because they've already pre-purchased chips.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just got a question just for home miners, for example, like I run a couple of space heaters at the past nine minutes. Awesome. But, Yeah, there's, there is actually uh, at least one person here involved in a company doing that kind of thing. We're more focusing on the sort of city scale district energy side. We may do also smaller boiler units, um, but not likely getting involved too much air to air. It's sort of the immersion areas where we kind of specialize. Anybody else? Well, I mean, there's there's sort of your typical bureaucratic processes you have to get through. But um, Mink Green, among others, was invited to speak to the, basically the the provincial government discussing the environmental impacts and the current moratorium on larger mines right now. Um, it it was good to have that conversation. I have to say that like some of their data points, some of the things that they were expressing was a little bit disappointing. It was kind of like economist sort of debunked information they're presenting. Uh, And although largely a lot of the economic opportunity and the sort of diversity of different things you can do with mining hadn't been contemplated, it was kind of cool and it was very, uh, humbling but they they were aware of what we were doing and I think they see that a little bit differently And I think there's going to come some legislation going to come out uh, I'm not sure what it's going to look like um, but I think it may be One of these things where you know if there is a heat recovery aspect if there is sort of like a quote-unquote ESG aspect to what you're doing then you can sort of go around any type of moratorium. That was my feeling um, but that kind of red tape is 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 dangerous in, in my opinion and I feel like you need to, uh, I mean, who's, who's, who's making that value judgment on some of that stuff it is a bit concerning, I would say. But they heard us out, we supplied some information to them. Uh, we hope to continue to stay in contact with them and educate them on Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly a very big challenge. Um, so particularly here in Canada, a number of provinces have taken uh, a stance against new Bitcoin mining connections. Um, so BC Hydro has one, Manitoba Hydro. Um, they also have one in Quebec as well. Um, it's, we, we, which makes things very challenging. As I mentioned, you know, we're not from here originally. This is a globally competitive industry. Um, Bitcoin miners can locate anywhere in the world uh, where you can get an internet connection. Um, so, you know, I, I think it is uh, a shame that some of these policies have been enacted and, and short-sighted. Um, there are a, a number of huge positives that Bitcoin miners can bring um, to, the, to the countries in which they operate. As I mentioned, it's a capital intensive industry, so a huge amount of investment. That requires a lot of jobs. Um, So at most of our sites during the construction phase, we have in excess of 100 uh, people working there. Um, We have over 70 people employed in British Columbia um, after only a couple of years of operations. Most of those are in regional uh, communities that have suffered mill shutdowns or closures in the lumber industry. Uh, and going through really hard economic times and we've been able to come in, revitalize those economies. Uh, We obviously have somewhat future-proof jobs in terms of of what we're doing around data centers and tech innovation. Uh, IRIS in particular has a number of uh, community grants programs that it runs, so we have uh, up to $300,000 annually within BC alone. Um, that we make available to the communities in which we operate for for community projects. Uh, We work closely with with First Nations in um, all of our projects. Uh, We've made a number of very substantial grants to First Nations bands. Um, So these are some of the benefits that you can bring on the the, uh, economic and social side. Um, there's also a number of benefits to the, the power grids as well. So within British Columbia, if there is excess energy, um, that actually means that ratepayers will be paying more uh, on a per unit basis because BC Hydro basically takes its overall annual costs and it divides it by the amount of energy that it sells and that sets the rate. So if they've got energy that is otherwise being wasted and they can sell that to customers, it actually reduces every rate rate. Uh, and in somewhere like Texas, um, which you know, isn't as big of an issue here because of the amount of hydro generation, um, but in somewhere like Texas it has a huge amount of wind and solar, um, Bitcoin miners act as a, as a large flexible load, um, which provides huge benefits in managing the grid. So you know, it's, a, it's a real shame, I think, the the stance that some of these um, governments have taken. You know, we hope with education, uh, that we can turn some of that around because we are doing Mm -hmm. a a lot of good things in these economies.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I believe that Bitcoin mining will do the electric grid. What streaming services have done to broadband? It's the demand, the supply, the demand, the supply meets the demand. It's, it's like supply side economics and that ultimately just exactly increases the, the proliferation of, of green energy. It increases energy abundance. Um, there's a lot of talk about like saving energy like we need more energy. Energy is not finite. you know there's lots of ways to get it that are uh, not carbon intensive. Uh, and in, in this particular country, I think there's one of five ways we could power the entire country really easily. Uh, we're so rich with natural resources. There's been no sort of leadership uh, in energy policy, and it's to our own detriment, I think but I think that, our industry uh, can be a leader in this, and, and hopefully can open some eyes in that regard. I'm one more question. Thank you. Um, so as miners, uh, does Drive chain and BIP 300 or
1: 301 change your incentives if you're familiar? Yes. <laughs> not, not familiar.
0: I haven't formed an opinion on that yet. I need to talk to my confidant, uh, Will, so I'll uh, pick his brain on whether this is a good uh, change or not. That'll be my first question. You should look into it yourself, though. I should, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys.